0: And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast.
1: Happy Friday to everyone. God is so awesome. Thank you, Sister Monica, for um, God using you and blessing you as you celebrate another birthday. And uh, God has been helping you throughout your journey. And I'm just praising God. I remember when you um, got to the ministry first. And I'm just thanking the Lord that he maintain, sustain, and bless you and strengthen you. And may you have many, many years. And uh, all the best on your birthday. And also, Sister Keisha from UK, happy birthday. The good Lord bless and keep, and may his face shine upon you and your children also. Thank the Lord. God has been an awesome God on, on this journey. And what it shows is how food is important. And when we take our eyes off food and keep our eyes on Jesus, we will know because we're weaker. And going through this journey, if you're not eating, whether you're doing vegetables or juice, you're going to realize that you you lack nutrients, something is missing, that you're weak. And sometimes some people may be saying, wow, we're almost home. Friday, Sabbath is almost here when it's going to end. You know? So it just shows the importance of nutrients and food that we put in our bodies and how it sustain us and some people after many fasts plan to eat better a healthier lifestyle you know if you're on vegetables you may just plan to eat more vegetables after because you recognize how uh, important how nourishing how nice uh, just eating vegetables you know so God is good and I know his people are tuning in from around the world, and God is going to do mighty work for all of us. Um, yesterday, I saw a, a woman of God from a, a Sunday church. Actually, she's from Prayer Palace. If you're in Toronto, this is this mega church. And she was telling me that the, her church is open every day. And this massive church, I would say, can hold like 10,000 people and she said "It's her church is open every day where people can just walk in and go to pray so her church is not locked up you can go there anytime, it's so big that if 50 people are there you can go to different parts and nobody even know each other is there and you can go to petition the throne of God and I, I, I find that that was beautiful we have a place to go and worship anytime. If it's Sabbath morning, you just want to walk in the sanctuary and worship. If your church is not open, but it's made available to whenever you want to pray, like six to seven every day, they have somebody running it on different shifts. That is really powerful. That's powerful. And I know as we journey through the prayer, God is going to bless us immensely and powerfully as we go through this journey, so just keep keeping on. I want you to turn with me to Daniel chapter nine and we're going to look at daniel's prayer I'm Daniel chapter nine and I'm going to go from verses three to 22, Daniel chapter 9, and um, uh, a lot of people study the book of Daniel, and you know that Daniel was a prophet of God, and he was a man of God, and when you look at this prior, this is actually an intercessory prior, but during the intercessory prior, he put himself in the same position to say, I've done wrong. And this prayer is so deep. You know, like when you look at this prayer and you see Daniel prayed, you're like, wow. You know, what was going through his head? How can you intercede for others like this? He was praying from his heart. He was really coming to the Lord in supplication and telling the Lord how he feels. He was pouring out everything he was given to the Lord. So um, verse 3 kind of just tells how we prostrate himself, how we position himself, how we prepare himself. And from verse 4, you have the prior. So, so so, listen to the position. Let's pray. Father in heaven, may you bless your people from around the world as we are in prayer and fasting. I just pray that we will learn something, glean something, get something from this prayer of Daniel. Let your words go forth with power and let everyone be lifted up. And we just want to praise you and worship you In Jesus Christ's name, I pray. Amen, amen. So hear what it says now. It says, And I set my face unto the the Lord God to seek by prayer and supplication with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. So you could say, again, I know, a young person asked the question, What is a cloth? And it's just a garment, you know, that denotes humility. You know, you could say a garment that is a ragi that is made from the animal fur or whatever, but it's just a way of going before God and displaying humility and showing and mourning and hurting that you're going through. So Daniel was experiencing experiencing these things, the hurt and everything, just because of Israel. Why? Why was he so concerned about Israel and their sinful state? Why? Why intercessory prayers, not putting emphasis and praying on yourself? for yourself. Why praying for others in this seven days of fasting? All you're doing is committing to praying for others. Why not? Why? You know, many of us go through different issues and we don't pray as much for ourselves. We focus on intercessory prayer, reaching out to God, hoping that as we pray for others, God will, in return, bless us and wink at us. So our focus is not. And I think that's the mindset of Daniel. When he looked and he seen how Israel was sinning and erring, he decided, I want to bring Israel. I don't want the destruction to come. I'm going to bring Israel before God. So he, he positioned himself, he placed himself, and he set his face implying that he was determined to do intercessory prayer. And the only way you can be determined in this fashion, unless you have this passion with God and, you know, for his word and for his people. And he come and he approached the mercy seat because he, he knows that something is going on. So he make his request by prayer and supplication, supplication, making his request, presenting everything before God with fasting and sackcloth. So it's good to fast, you know, it moves the hand of God when we come fasting before the throne of God and also the way we prepare in sackcloth and ashes, you know, he comes in humiliation and and, and 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 coming before the throne of God and saying, God, I'm ready. And hear what is he said in his prayer. Now, look at verse four, and he says, and I prayed unto the Lord my God and made my confession and said, O Lord the great and dreadful God, keeping the covenant and mercy to them that love him and to them that keep his commandments. So I love the way he addressed God, and he knows that God is such a mighty God. He prayed, and he opened up. He says, O oh Lord, great and awesome God. He exalt him and tell him how mighty he is, that his greatness is above all powers, and there is none else like him. There is none. And he said he keeps his covenant and mercy with those who love him. Because he said, if you love me, keep my commandments, keep my precepts. So he said, God has already made a covenant. You know, with with those that he loved, the people that keep his commandment, you know, it's just a way Daniel approached the mercy seat and said, God, you know, it's a deep prayer, Lord God of glory. He confessed on behalf of Israel. And he says now in verse 5, we have sinned and have committed iniquity and have done wickedly and have rebelled, even by departing from thy precepts and from thy judgment. Wow. Wow. This is Daniel's prayer, brethren, praying for others. What about us? Daniel prayed and poured out his heart. We have sinned and have committed iniquity, evil. He put himself right in it. I'm part of it. I'm not here on a high rock, but you are down there. He prayed and said, Lord, we all mess up. We all need Jesus. We all need a deliverance. Help, Lord. He said, Lord, you have already made the covenant. When I went into the watery grave, I seal a covenant with you, Lord. I made a contract with you. Please, Lord, He pour out to the Lord. You said, "He that love them that keepeth thy commandments, that worship you, that go to church, that keep the Sabbath." And in verse. Verse um, 5, he said. No, verse um, 6. Neither have we hearkened unto thy servant, thy prophet, which spake in thy name to the kings and princes and our fathers and to all the people of the land. So he said, we have been keeping and following you. We haven't kept your word. I haven't been coming to church on Sabbath any longer. I haven't been doing this. I've been gone astray. As we pray, the Lord is asking us to come back to him. Come back as you go through this prayer and fasting. Let us return to the Lord. He said, come. God is calling his people back to him. Daniel prayed. And so we did not listen. We get all the signs and the wonders, but we are not listening. Verse 7, he says, O Lord, righteousness belongeth unto thee, but unto us confusion of faces. And as at this day, to the men of Judah and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and unto all Israel that are near and that are far off, like us, to all the countries, sent countries, and whither thou hast driven them because of their trespass, that they have trespassed against thee. this prayer rings out even for us today. Daniel said, near and far, all the people, near and far, I call out to thee, O God of glory. He prayed and interceded and said, Lord, have mercy. Mercy, Lord, mercy. Hear the prayers of your people. When last have you prayed like that? When last? Is it? The way you're praying as you go through this prayer and fasting, will you take a moment to pray you and God? Tell him your situation. Tell him your family's situation. Do you have the time to really go to God in prayer? What do you tell him? Daniel knew God already. He could have walked away and said, you know, I pray for you. No, he took it in his hands, and he prayed, and he poured out. But if you notice, he's always praising God and telling God who he is. You know, he said, you are the Lord. Righteousness belongeth unto thee. But then he said, but unto us confusion. We don't know what we do. All the inhabitants, not only them back them but there but also us spiritual Israel we 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 done so many evil things against God he cried out mercy look at verse eight he prayed prayer continue and he says oh lord to us belongeth confusion of faces he said it again to our kings to our princes and our fathers because we have sinned against thee Wow what a prayer it's so powerful he continue to pray and says we are confused we don't know what we're doing he continues to pour out and say Lord we mess up Wow. How can we pray like this? We recognize our condition where we act with God. How can Daniel, a man of God, pray such a, a powerful prayer, such a, a moving prayer for Israel? He just keep reflecting on the Lord and what he's doing, and Lord, how you are, and how we are weak, we are nobody. You know, he kept pressing, pressing in prayer, and going out and said, we confuse, Lord of mercy. Oh, Lord, to us belongeth confusion of facing mercy. Look at verse 9. To the Lord, our God belongeth mercies and forgiveness, though we have rebelled against thee. We don't worth it. We're not worthy. We rebel against your God. Have mercy. He cried out on behalf of Israel. And here he says in verse ten, neither have we obeyed thy the voice of the Lord, our God, to walk in his laws, which he he set before us by his servant, the prophets. He said, we haven't been following your Ten Commandments. We haven't been following the Sabbath. We haven't been doing things the right way. We messed up God. Wow. You think this was Daniel? He was talking on behalf of Israel. He was talking on everybody. He put himself in the position that we all come short of his glory. We all need a breakthrough. We all need help. Daniel was saying, we need Jesus. That's pretty much what he's saying. Are you crying out to the Lord this morning and said, we just need Jesus? Can you pray that deep prayer? Are you greatly in need this morning? Can you pray like Daniel? With a passion from your heart. Knowing what you're going through. Knowing where the Lord is going to take you. Knowing that his judgment hour is at hand. We don't know. There's just signs on the wall. Many people are moving out into the country areas. Many people are getting prepared because it seems like something is just not matching up. All the signs are on the walls. The Lord is saying, my coming is at hand. The Lord is saying, "Make take heed and be ready. Don't get ready. Be ready and stay ready. That's what the Lord is saying. Daniel knew his Savior. He knew it him. That's why he prayed like this. And look what verse 11 says. He said, Yea, all Israel have transgressed my, thy law, even by departing, and they, that they might not obey thy voice. Therefore, the, the, the curse is poured out upon us, and the oath that is written in the law of Moses, that servant of God, because we have sinned against him. He says when we sin against God and we turn from his covenant, his precepts, his commandments, curse is upon them. He was recognizing that Israel is no more the same. People are suffering. People are worshiping idols. People are all into their new technology. People are just not following Jesus anymore. He recognized it and he started to pray intercessory prayers that Israel will be saved. God is asking us as we pray through the seven days that we must intercede for the family of God, the church of God, that God will open our eyes because we are turning away from his precepts. Wow, that's just powerful. And look at verse, verse twelve. And he has confirmed his words which he spake against us, that and against our judges and judge and us that judge us, by bringing upon us a great evil. For under the whole heaven has not been done as has been done upon Jerusalem. They were going through the time of suffering. They were going through persecution when they were about to be taken into full captivity. They were going through a time of pain. And Daniel recognized it and called for prayer and fasting to intercede on behalf of Israel. Remember, Daniel prayed for 21 days. Brethren, Daniel was in prayer, He was locked away. Mercy. Look at verse 13. As it is written in the law of Moses, all this evil is come upon us. Yet made we not our prayer before the Lord our God that we might turn from our iniquities, and understand thy truth. He's saying, even though we go through this, a lot of people are not praying. Even though we see the signs on the wall that Christ is about to come, a lot of people are not praying. It works for us today. He prayed and poured out. How are we praying? To your calamity, are you calling on Jesus? Daniel prayed again, brethren, look at it. He continued, verse 14, he says, Therefore has the Lord watched upon the evil and brought it upon us. For the Lord our God is righteous in all his works, which he doeth, for we obey not his voice. He's saying there's consequences. I'm not going to blame you, Lord. I know you are righteous. We cannot blame God. It's always the sin. And that's why the Lord is saying, as we pray, let us shed the sin business. Let us ask the Lord to wash us and purge us from all sin. Let us ask the Lord to wash us and purge us from every sin. That's what he's saying. Pray and ask him. Daniel recognizes. And look, look at verse, look at verse fifteen, and it says, "And now, O Lord, our God, that has brought thy people forth out of the land of Egypt with a mighty hand, and has gotten thee renowned, as at this day." We have sinned. We have done wickedly. He reminded the Lord and said, you are the one who brought me to the Seventh-day Adventist message. He he reminded him that you are the one that brought them out of captivity before, out of Babylon. He reminded God that you are the great God. So as we pray, let us remind the Lord how he has led us, how he has took us took us out of that dreadful marriage how he has delivered us from that abusive situation he reminded God and said you know you have put us in the light you have made us renowned you have led us into a life where everybody knows that we are now somebody he said as of this day we have sinned we have done wickedly we have a remember how you brought us out. Please, Lord. Verse 16, it says, O Lord, according to all thy righteousness, I beseech thee, I beg thee, let thy anger and thy fury be turned away from thy city, Jerusalem, his specific prayer, thy holy mountain, because For our sin and for thy iniquity, the iniquities of our fathers, the generational curses of Jerusalem and thy people are become a reproach to all that are about us. He confessed on all the sins that run in the family, family, the genealogy. He did not let any stone uncovered as we pray. We need to spend an hour. Just go on your knees and pour out everything to the Lord on behalf of your family, the children, your spouses. Just go to God like Daniel. He prayed from his heart. He poured out to God and said, oh, God, hear. No, come on, brethren. Now, therefore, in verse 17, we are wrapping up soon. Therefore, oh, Lord. Therefore, oh, our God. Hear the prayer of thy servant and his supplication and cause thy face to shine upon thy sanctuary that is desolate for the Lord's sake. Remember the word says, our body is a temple. He said, look down upon the sanctuary, our temple that is desolate. We need your help more than ever before, Lord. For thy name's sake, because we're called by thy name, help us, heal us. He poured out. Verse 18, it says, oh, my God, incline thine ear and hear. Open thine eyes and behold our desolation. Go look up what desolation meant. Nothing, nothingness, desolate, broken down. He said, Incline. He's saying, Bend down your ears and listen. Please, Lord. He poured out. God wants us to pour out. Don't take this fasting and just watching the pot and when the food is going to be cooked and how I don't eat for seven days. Put away the thought of food. God wants us to come like Daniel and pray from the heart. Stop from thinking about food, and I'm fasting for seven days and haven't done nothing but water. Think about that. Let us come to the mercy seat and pour out and tell God how we have erred, how we have sinned before Him. God wants us to know. God wants us to tell Him. This is a heart business. You see, Daniel poured out. Everything and say, Lord, we are not worthy. We mess up. He said, Oh Lord, incline that ear. Come down closer before thee for our righteousness, but for thy righteousness. Our righteousness is nothing, it's filthy rug. Listen, verse 19 is powerful. Oh Lord, hear. Please, on your knee, your hands stretch out. You're down on your face. Your hand up in the ear. Oh, Lord, hear. Oh, Lord, forgive. Oh, Lord, hearken. Oh, Lord, differ not for thine own sake. Oh, my God, for thy city, thy people are called by thy name. I pray that you incline this verse in your prayer. Please, when you're praying today, tomorrow to end the fast, please put this verse in your prayer. Verse 19, O Lord, hear. O Lord, forgive. O Lord, hearken and differ not. For thine own sake sake, because we are called Adventists. Oh God, for thy city and thy people are called by thy name. The ownership, we belong to you, Lord. We should not have been going through this. Where are you? Please help us. Just break down that. We don't have the time as we are running out of time. Just break it down. But listen to what happened? And while I was speaking and praying, I'm confessing my sins and the sin of my people. you got to know that. And while I was speaking and praying and confessing, so underline confessing my sins and the sins of my people, Israel, and presenting my supplication, my request. So he confessed his sin, the sin of his people, that intercessory prayer, and he he then presented supplication, his request before the Lord, my God, for the holy mountain of my God. So he was approaching the mercy seat. He says, While I was doing it, and then he go back in verse twenty one and said, Yea, while I was speaking. You see, the Lord says, I answer even before you call. He says, while he was speaking, listen to this, brethren, while he was in in deep prayer, he said, while I was speaking in prayer, even the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision at the evening, the beginning of the evening, the, 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 the being Cause to fly swiftly, touch me about the time of the evening oblation. So he was in prayer from morning in the evening to get to this time. The angel Gabriel came and touched him. And hear what he says. And he informed me and talked with me and said, Oh, Daniel, I am now come forth to give thee skill and understand You can go to read the next, the verses. What happened then? Gabriel, while he was praying, for you know what? The prayer was so deep that he was locked in. Listen, remember, it was many days Daniel was praying. And I know I did a sermon, and it's more than one sermon. We are going detail of the time and what was going on. But it was a time when God wants to give the 70 days prophecy. It was a time when God was going to tell him that Israel was going to take it in captivity. There's consequences when we turn from God. It was a time when, when Satan went and blocked the prayers of gave of Daniel. Daniel was praying and praying and getting no answers, but he continued to persist in prayer. It was a time that Daniel came and touched him. He flew and touched him and talked to him. He did not get up and run away and say, what is this? What if when you close in your prayer, God dispatched an angel to talk to you, What if? Are you ready for this? Are you in the mind frame for this? Are you praying for answers to your prayer? God is asking you to get in a mind frame like Daniel. Go back through it. It wasn't a selfish prayer. You see, the sermon I did on Tuesday, go back to listening. It's about Paul. Right in the letter, Paul introduction, that he introduced Jesus first. He big up Jesus in everything. He did not big up himself and let pride take it over and all his theology and what he has been through. No. He put Jesus and said, I am just a servant of Jesus Christ of Nazareth the powerful one whose father is God Almighty. He always presents the triune God, the Trinity. He always put them first. God is saying, as we pray, please, let us petition the mercy seat. Let us put God first. Let us put our, our immediate need under the counter. Let us see that relationship like Daniel who prayed and the angel came and touched him and talked to him and told him. Daniel, go in in prayer with an expectation. Go, brethren, and finish reading the chapter and see what happened. It's very powerful that Daniel's prayers were blocked. But God has a plan. The breakthrough will come regardless. God is saying this morning, your breakthrough is coming. May the good Lord bless you and keep you. And may his face shine upon you. This is my prayer for all of us. In Jesus Christ's name, we will now have a prayer
0: request. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to the Bun to Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed.